Lucas Tigers and Bronze is brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. HGA is revolutionizing the industry by implementing software that will allow them to scan, analyze, and grade cards without subjectivity. This allows for consistent and unbiased grading. They have an easy submission process and best-in-class customer service. Their pricing model is simple. Pay by the day, not by the value of the card. And when they say 10 business days, they mean 10 business days. Luca Nation, this is gonna this is gonna be a really 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 good episode today. Uh, a little bit on the shorter side. Uh, I mean, we had the coffee with Cage yesterday. It was a marathon episode, so you guys could go back and listen to that. Um, but I want to welcome you guys back to another episode. The probably the last episode we're gonna record from uh, while well, I'm in Mexico, because uh, I'm gonna be at national tomorrow. I'm flying in, so. Excited about with that, that. Uh, with that said, excited. welcome back to Lucas Tigers and Bronzo. Oh my, I got a bone to pick with the U.S. national team, Cage, and I well, want to ask you something. Yeah, has Europe surpassed America when it comes to basketball? I mean, is the American team? Are we over in the Olympics throwing it? Are we trying to make ourselves look bad to the rest of the world? Is this part of a globalist agenda? Is this Golden's fault? Should we all have access to Ronaldinho during the Olympics? I mean, you tell me, man. Well, you, you have this is what I'm. I'll, t- I'll tell you what I'm seeing. I'm seeing yeah. Durant put up ten points, and I'm seeing Luca <laughs> put up forty points, forty plus points. How do you explain that? Hmm. I don't know. I saw. I mean, Fournier and Teo Maladon, and and you know some NBA players on the other side basically playing the game of their life. Everybody gets geared up and everybody shows up to play the American team. And the American team doesn't get geared up for anybody. They don't seem to care. Um, it's not a, uh, you know, like elimination type game, which, you know, they, you know, um, I would, I'd be very surprised if they lose an elimination game and maybe that's well, part lose of one more game cage. They get eliminated. How embarrassing yeah. would that be? Well, now every game is an elimination game going forward. So, you know, maybe that's, that's the deal. I don't know. They were up 74 to 67 cage and lost 80 was 84 to 76. Yep. In the last three minutes, they scored two points. Yep. And you have, I mean, how many times have you heard this? Durant is the best player in the NBA. You must have heard that all of last season. His cards were getting pumped in March like he was uh, Jesus and he would be making shots from half court. Where, where was that yesterday? Or, or it doesn't matter to you. It's not a big deal. I mean, it definitely matters. I mean, it definitely matters. But for right now, I mean, ultimately, it's a non-news event unless they wow. unless they don't win the gold. If they win the gold medal, they win the gold medal. You know, I mean, you know, there are pros on all sides. This is clearly not the best team we've ever fielded. Um, you know, the Olympics are an interesting topic. Not to besmirch anybody's, you know, fandom here or what they like, but... The Olympics this year have surfing. The Olympics has skateboarding. Yeah, I'm telling you. So what does that have to do with with them losing to France? The Olympics are the Olympics. Deal. I mean, it's 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 you know, I, I'm I'm almost like I don't even care. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and and I think if I don't care, think of what, think of what you know. Think of what these players think. They just finished playing a full season. They're all multimillionaires. 
you know, there's, you know, it's not, it doesn't have the dream team or dream team two kind of feel to it. Right. And these guys are just kind of going through emotions. People get selected to, to be on the team and, and, and say, no, you know, they don't want to do it. Like, you know, the, I think you care about it more than these guys do. And maybe that shows up in, in their score. Do you, so did you ever care about the Olympics? Of course I did. I did. I, I did 92 dream team stuff. I was a teenager. That was the coolest thing in the world. Like that was cool. I also felt a little unfair because <laughs> it felt like we had like our the best players in the world were all on one team and you know how the hell can the rest of the world you know ever compete with you know what we were putting out there so i like that i like that the u.s team lost okay so then there's two things here do you think it is that the i know europe is hasn't caught up to the usa but is it have is europe catching up to the usa or have the usa players lost pride in playing for the country because the fact that they haven't the fact that they would show up to the Olympic Games and, like you said, it's not a big deal. They just had a long season. They're multimillionaires. And this is just another game. You know, we, we used to have a lot of pride when you go to Olympics, right? You know, yep. used to have a ton of pride. Uh, you represent your country. It's, it's, it's an inspiration if you think about it because the whole world's watching and you get to represent. When has that changed, Cage? Is that just today's competitive nature of the current NBA environment? Because Giannis, Luca, Evan Fournier, these guys that are playing over at Europe, they seem to care. And, and I'll even tell you one other thing. I was listening to an interview with Kobe Bryant yesterday, and he was talking about Pau Gasol. And it was back in 2009 when they lost to the Celtics in the finals. And then Kobe, uh, maybe it's 2008, they lost to the Celtics in the finals. And right after that, they had to go right into the 2008 Olympics. And Spain lost to USA in the finals as well. So it's mm -hmm. two losses for Spain. And the next season, Kobe comes in and uh, he hangs the, uh, his medal in Powell's locker. And Powell comes in, he gets so pissed. And he said he did that to motivate him because the number one thing for Powell was representing his country. He loved playing for Spain. So how come all of these other players love playing for their country, love representing their country, believe it, it's, it's bigger than them? But our best players, to them, it's not a big deal, like you said. And it, it shows off in their effort. How come? I don't know how come. I, I mean, because they it, it's not a big deal to them. I don't know why it's not a big deal to them. I, I mean, I don't know what you want me to tell you, man. You know, look, Simone Biles didn't have a great uh, great performance yesterday. You know, a lot of these Olympians, it's different, right? They've trained for this their entire life. They've trained in one event, whether it's the foil in fencing or taekwondo or whatever it may be. These guys, they're not training for the Olympics their whole life. They're professional athletes. And it's just another game here. You know what I mean? I, that's the way it looks when they're out there playing. Especially this team. Isn't this the third game they've lost now? Didn't they lose yep. two preliminary games and now they've lost this game as well? So, I mean, uh, honestly, I, I'm not phased by this at all. If they lost no, tomorrow, you're, 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 I wouldn't care. Uh, you're, you're, uh, you're not speaking truthfully because at heart you're a competitor. At, at yeah, heart but, you're a competitor. Where's their competitive nature? Yeah, but I, don't, but the, I so, can't control someone else's competitive nature. If I were out there playing, I'd be playing. I'd love to win a gold medal for the United States. That would be the coolest thing in the world for me. But maybe maybe this is not the coolest thing in the world for some of these guys. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll give you guys a different angle. Um, and it's on Popovich. But what are you trying to it's say? Give me your take. Let's get your take. Let's get your – so what do you think? Right? Because obviously I haven't even thought about this that much. They lost, but it wasn't an elimination game. I think they'll win okay. the gold medal and no one will care. But you tell me because obviously it's something that's, that's – it's important to you. So what do you think? Do you think they're throwing games? Do you think they're just no, they, no, they, you think no, they're lazy? No. You think they don't care? You think what? I, 
so, so four takeaways. One is the competitive nature. I just think overall, and, and this is probably why we love Jordan and Kobe, and even probably the guys before that, uh, like the old school NBA. I think they had a element of just competitive nature. I, I don't think competitive nature is very intangible. You can't touch it, but when you see it, you know what it is. Uh, I do believe the older guys had the competitive nature, and I don't feel that this team had it. I'll give you an example. Uh, There's a stat where when Kobe played on the U.S. Olympic team, he was 36-0, and 0, okay? 36-0. and 0. That's insane. Uh, and, and that's a competitive nature because uh, – and we had this when I played soccer. I remember this. When we played down – we played a team that we knew was worse than us. We would often play down to their competition. And it was on the coach to kind of – or on the players or on leadership – be like, yo, we don't play down. Bring your level up and just keep that level at a high, play at a high level. It's difficult to do. Uh, so that's my one takeaway. It's just this team lacks competitive nature and leadership. And I think that that's been trickling down throughout the NBA. If you take away guys like Giannis, who is kind of an enigma to the NBA. And I brought that up. I always ask you, why do the guys in the NBA not like Giannis? Or why does he feel like an outsider? Uh, I think it's a little bit of part of that. I think Giannis has a different level of competitive nature than the U.S. players. The second thing, I think Popovich is um, he's trying to coach teams in an old school way. So I went back and I looked a little bit of film of the Spurs the last two years. They take a ton of jump, jump shots, a ton of two-point jump shots. And, and also the U.S. national team, the dream team here, uh, they've been taking a ton of jumpers. I think you saw that. And when the jumpers don't fall, I mean, you're talking about 76 points they put up on this French team. And the French team is great defense. You got Bate, uh, Batum, uh, you got Gobert, you got Fortier. Uh, they have a few other guys I can't, I can't think of. But they, they had a good defense, but still, 76 points. And that's because they're taking long two-pointers. And I would watch that. I, I, I thought the Spurs were going to make a turnaround, but I'm really worried about the Spurs until they change uh, their coaching. Because what worked – remember – Pop won with Tim Duncan, the admirable, Ginobili, uh, Tony Parker, when the NBA was different, when there were long two-pointers where the game. Now it's three-point and really in the paint. The game is getting back to get in the paint or shoot threes. And Pop doesn't coach like that. I, I, apparently, I'm just going to keep rambling. No, I, I mean, mean I, just, I, I get it. I mean, I mean, I get what you're saying, but, but what's the point? What's the point? It's, you're, they're, you're being, the, they're being coached poorly. They're being coached poorly, and they don't care. So do you think they lose another game? Do you think they get eliminated? I also want the conversation of, is Durant the best player in the NBA to stop? Because it's frankly just not true. It's just frankly not true. And if you watch the guy play, and you would really think that he's the best player in the NBA, there's no chance that this guy who's on the biggest stage, and sure, you guys might say finals, but whatever, he's playing for the U.S. national team. He scores 10 points. When Luca puts up forty eight, that needs Listen, to stop. Remember when? Uh, remember when we had the Lakers last year, the bubble Lakers, the bubble champion Lakers, right? And you were like, "Oh, the Lakers," you know, you you were very good at explaining how they would go seventy percent, that they weren't putting it on full throttle. You called it just like you called the Heat against them, just like you called the Bucks this year. You're very good because you know basketball, you understand basketball, and you said, "You know what? The Lakers, they'll be there in the end because they're they're just they don't you know they don't have to win every game." Right? They're going to conserve energy. You know, they're going to take it easy. They're going to go 70%. And then when it matters, they'll turn it on and they'll win. And you were about as accurate as you could be for the last two basketball seasons. Give you a lot of credit. Is it possible that this men's basketball team is, the, the, you know, just doing the same thing? And that just, you know, like they need their backs against the wall to kind of, you know, for it to matter? 
Uh, sure. I don't think it's going to work that way because the other side of the competition hates them and they want to beat them so bad. <laughs> okay. Well, they, you know, I mean, look, they, <laughs> I watched Pitts Perfect the other day, Pitts Perfect 2, I think, with my, uh, with my kids. And um, they go to the Worlds and, you know, they get thrown out because, you know, they embarrass themselves in front of President Barack Obama. And, um, and they say, all right, well, we, you know, you can't compete here in America, but you can go to the world. And they're like, well, what if we win the world competition? What if we win that? Will you reinstate us? And the guy starts laughing. He's like, win the worlds? No American team can win the worlds. The world hates us. They hate us. And they're like hysterically laughing. So I get your point. Trust me, I do. And let me make my play on it. And then you can get into yours. That way, if, uh, you know, if you have to leave and pack or I'm going to leave and go pack in a minute for the national. In, in the early 90s basketball cards, uh, 1991, there was one. In 1992, there's Skybox. In 1992, there also is a Hoops. There are really cool Dream Team cards. And I'm not talking about just buying you Michael Jordan. If you want to buy a Jordan, you can. But there are cool cards of the entire team, right? So I, I happen to like the 1992 Hoops no-number card. You can get a PSA 9 mint version of it for 50 60 bucks. Buy it now without even making an offer. Those are, cool are you talking guys. about the Dream Team car? Yep, the Dream Team the, car. I'm where it's like three right cards? Yep, yep. So, so that's another one also. There's also a plastic one from the 1992 uh, Skybox. Yours is a 1991 card, the one where there's three panels on the card. And that's got some cool team cards in it also. Um, and, and yeah, any of those that you happen to like, cool stuff, really cool cards. Scoot around eBay because yeah, it's Olympic time. You know, Olympic time will come up again. These things will become relevant. You know, I like these. When I was looking around on these, though, I saw some really cool, like, you know, Magic Johnson autographed, you know, card, you know, slabbed by PSA on a Dream Team card. You know, like, there's a Coach K one also that's not killer price. There's some cool stuff if you're, you know, Olympic and you're like Andrew and you want to take pride in America and pride in your team and you want to throw back to a team that actually, you know, kind of evokes that 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 pride in America and a team that went out there and, you know, basically just dominated every single game. Um, you know, there's a lot of cool ones. My personal favorite is the 1992 Skybox Michael Jordan number 45. It's got so I like the Scoring Kings card. You guys know this where there's lightning and stuff in the background, but it's got Michael Jordan's signature jumper. You know, he's at at the peak. He's got you know hand the balls coming out. You name it. Basically the same pose. It might even be the same picture, right? The same pose basically. I mean, it's, this is Skybox. That was Clear Ultra, so they probably don't use the same picture, but it's literally it looks exactly the same. He's shooting the ball over somebody. It's a real cool card, real cool picture, and you can get it for like a hundred bucks or less in PSA ten. Um, there's some cool Olympic cards, the '91, um, you know, Skybox ones, '91, '92 Skybox. Um, there's really cool ones. Also, um, there's variants on these. I remember um, there's a Mark and C minis. If you're into the perforated ones, like the Bumblebee Tuna, you know, those you can you look for those. Those are really low pop um you know uh versions of of these olympic cards as well i'm looking now at a lenny wilkins autograph one because he was one of the coaches of the team it's 79 dollars or best offer for a lenny wilkins autograph dream team car there's just some cool stuff around to kind of you know browse through go ahead i, I can't help but notice that you didn't choose any of the players on this team to uh <laughs> dude, for their dream dude. for their for their u.s national <laughs> team card for your positivity the last couple days man i mean you know what it is it is, you know, when someone pisses. I call in a spade your, a spade. When someone pisses in your cornflakes, it takes a while for you to get the taste out of your mouth. Obviously, and this Ronaldinho <laughs> thing is just souring the whole week, man. I'm glad we got a coffee with Cage in the middle of it too, because it would have been like vinegar with Andrew or something, dude.
No bueno. Go get a massage. Fine. Tell me right now. Go get a massage. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Well played. You're at a higher level than me right now. Well uh, no, I'm, um, I'm working, dude. You know, I mean, we got to be working. But go ahead. What's your play? Right, real quick. We you beat saw the hell this out post. of the Olympic team. We beat the hell out of the Olympic team. <laughs> I don't even know if we beat the, beat the hell out of them. I think they should. They need more ownership and more accountability. But I'll let other pundits do that. Uh, <laughs> tips for national. You've seen yep. all those posts, all that stuff. I, my three tips, okay? Mm-hmm. Really light and simple, you know, because – I think it's easy for big shows like this to come in and like your head's all a mess and you have all these expectations and priorities. Yep. I'll get into my play right after this, but it's have fun. Don't put too much pressure on yourself and relationships are more valuable than cards. I agree with that tremendously. And I, I you know, I can't wait. agrees with me. No, seriously, this is the first time you've agreed with me in like I a week. I can't wait. I can't wait to get there. I can't wait to get there and, and, and meet people. That is really, forget about the cards that are there and that's awesome. Forget about all the other fun stuff and all the giveaways and the trade nights and the event. I really just want to like cut it up with folks. You know, I want to just, you know, meet the folks that we've talked to. Um, everybody better bring name tags with hello, my name is and throw your damn IG name on there <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's going to be tough. It's just the way it rolls. So what's your play? Okay. So real quick, somehow Luca still amazes me. Like just as a player, uh, to put up forty-eight points in an Olympic match is it, it? It seems like it's not a big deal. I guess we see fifty-point scores in the NBA all the time, but it's a huge deal. The record oh, for, for, deal. For, for for reference is fifty points, and he put up a 48, 11 rebound, six assist game for Slovenia. Uh, which is incredible. And that's going to be my play today. It's going to be Luca, but it's not going to be the Prism or the Prism Silver, even though I think both of those can be worth a look. It's the Luca European sticker. Oh, okay? Euro. Nice. Okay. I like it. So, so, so this is how this card worked. Uh, first off, it's a sticker, so it's very condition sensitive. You could have bought it at 30 40 bucks at one point. Then the stickers got up to 50 60 uh, even 70 80 to 100 on, at, at really last August when he was at his high. Mm-hmm. Uh, a PSA 10 would come out. It was about eight, nine hundred bucks. I even sold a few PSA tens at eight, nine hundred bucks. Yep. Now the prices have come down. They're about 300, 350. Now the prism cards have also come down. The silver has also come down. But here's the big difference where there's 2,500 silver prism PSA tens, 20,000 base. There's only 118 PSA tens of this sticker card. And you could get it for 300 bucks. Cool card, the Luca European sticker card. I'm a big fan of this card. I like it. I like it. And you know what? We can close our episode with this. If Ian heard this episode, he would tell one of his favorite jokes. So I'm going to tell it on his behalf. Okay? Because when I did the Dream Team and you did the European sticker. He would say, Andrew, when you're in your house, well, maybe not you because you're in Mexico, but he would say to somebody else who was here in America, he would say, when you're in your house, what are you? And you'd say, you're an American. So, hey, when you're in your bedroom, what are you? I'm an American. An American. When you're in your kitchen, what are you? A proud American. When you're in your dining room, what are you? America. When you're in your bathroom, what are you? He would say you're American. He'd say European. (laughs) (laughs) And there we go. (laughs) Give the kid a little little fun with the joke there. A little dream team, a little European. Uh, uh, Luca sticker, and you love it. You wrap it all up. You like that one, huh? 
<laughs> a wonky, wonky episode, but I think that's a good place to to end it. Guys, a little shorter episode, 20 minutes, yeah, he's 19 got a pack, minutes here. Man. He's going to the National. He's got a pack. He's got to get ready. Give the guy a chance. That's right. Get, out, get on a plane and get out there. Well, we will reconvene tomorrow live from the National. Well, we'll be recording from the National. It won't be actually live. But I like to say that live. But I know it has connotations. So we'll mm-hmm. be recording tomorrow's episode from the National. So it's good stuff. I can't wait, man. Don't make too much noise while you're there. You know, when I get there a couple of days after you, I can't be like, oh, here's this is this is the partner of that guy. I can't have that. You know, boots on the ground. I, I think it'll be like, hey, we have meetings with this guy, this big wig, this big wig. We got Woo! business deals here. I like we we want to make want to introduce you to this guy. We're going to do an episode here. That's what that's what my goal is. How many times will you have already seen Ronaldinho though? By the time I get there, three. Dude, dude t- <laughs> you're making you're making a lot of jokes about Ronaldinho, but uh, I I saw some of the messages sent on my behalf, and I appreciate it. Yes, I have ears everywhere in the hobby. I did, I did. You know the uh, the CEO of of Golden definitely heard from me about this, so. I know. You know. Ken texted me. He said, well, you could reach out to me directly. You don't need Cage doing your dirty work. <laughs> I think I went above Ken. I know he's got his name on the door, but there are, he's not the CEO. All right, guys. You enjoy. Thanks for uh, you know. Thanks for letting us uh, have this fun one today. A little discourse on America and the Olympics. And listen, for what it's worth, not because of these guys, um, because they are representing our country, I hope they win the gold medal. You know, is really Durant the best player in the league? Is That's Durant the best player in the league? At. The answer is no. He's not. He's not the best player in the league. Giannis is now. And that may change next and we, year. And we can't send Giannis. We can't send Giannis. Can't send Giannis. And why isn't Chick-fil-A advertising? Why don't why isn't there like an official Giannis meal already on their on their menu? Do you think Chick-fil-A needs to advertise? Everyone who's anybody knows Chick-fil-A. They're the the drive-through line anywhere you go to is 30 minutes long. Advertise you got adver- me. I just want a 50 piece. I just want to be able to order a 50 piece myself. You got me. I'm sorry. Thanks, Luca Nation. Love you. Talk to you soon. This episode of Luca's Tigers and Bronze was brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. Take it from someone who has personally submitted thousands of cards for grading. HGA slabs just hit different. They're top of the line and color coordinated to match the card itself. The aesthetics are unrivaled in the industry. When paired with the ease of submission and the transparency of the pricing model, HGA stands alone as the best choice for grading your cards. I believe that once you try them out, you will agree. Thanks for listening, Luca Nation. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Luca's Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.